Welcome to the Artist Work Ethic Podcast. I'm Mike Pilak. I'm an actor, screenwriter, and filmmaker who's always looking to maximize my time and potential as I work to break in. In this podcast, I talk to artists of all kinds who have seen success in their fields about their process, habits, and work ethic. Today on the show is Jack Irons. Jack is the founding drummer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and is a former member of Pearl Jam, The Wallflowers, and Eleven. In addition to them, he spent time drumming for Neil Young, Joe Strummer, and Mark Lanigan. In 2012, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he recently released a solo EP called Dreamer's Ball. A couple quick things before we jump into the episode. I've talked in the past about myself working on breaking into screenwriting. Please check out blackoilfilms.com slash screenwriting. There you can check out some of the screenplays I've written. I have the first 10 pages of each one uploaded, but feel free to email me at theartistsworkethicpodcast at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to send you a full script if you're interested in reading. Last thing before we get into the episode, I would love anyone listening to subscribe, rate, and review the Artist's Work Ethic Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us put the show out there for more people to listen to. This is officially episode 50. Thank you for listening and coming along on this journey with me. Uh, This was a really cool one to record. I grew up on Pearl Jam before I eventually found punk rock, which, you know, I talk about punk rock a lot in this, but Pearl Jam was my first real musical love. And it was uh, really cool to get to talk to someone who played drums for that band at uh, a time when they were so important to me. All right, Jack, thank you for coming on with me today. Yes, thank you for having me. So you've had an incredible output of work in your career, playing with a slew of bands and legends along the way, up to your recent solo music, including the new EP, uh, Dreamer's Ball. What's driven you to work so hard throughout these years? madness (laughs) you know uh, that's a good question you know i mean i I would think any creative person has that need to it i feel a need in the course of almost every day to try to be creative in some way that isn't you know in the routine of so many chores and things you have to take care of and as you get older right family um, homes uh, health whatever it is everything starts to become you know, you can't ignore certain things or put them off as much. You got to really maintenance becomes like a much larger issue in life. I have a friend that a close friend that's older. We get in touch from time to time. And, you know, he would, I would say, Hey, how's it going? What's, what's life like for you now? And he would, it got to a point where he was saying it's about 95% maintenance. (laughs) That creative time really, it's that time away from all that. You know, for me personally, sometimes I, I have my own sort of like, you know, just the way life can be sometimes, you know, it gets the creative thing really helps me. It gives me that energy. I feel like I learned something, made a sound, learned something about doing more sounds, something better, got better in the direction of being a uh, creating sounds quality wise, you know, uh, it just makes me everything else easier in life. Do you think that, that your work ethic comes from how you were raised or some other external factor in your life. I mean, I always refer to 
when I discovered punk rock and there was the mindset of you could just do, you could do something as long as you just start it and do it, you know, and, but I'm sure some of that comes from my parents, you know, and what would you say that stems from for you? You know, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, uh, upbringing and all those things do, you know, factor into, uh, you know, our habits, you know, no doubt about it. You know, I would say in my own case, you know, I, I always tended to overdo things. You know, I pushed myself harder than maybe I could have or should have when I had some sort of creative urge, you know, sometimes. You know, that's all I can say on it. I don't know. I mean, sometimes, I mean, that's a good question in the sense that as I'm getting older, overdoing things doesn't work out so well. You know, there was a time when I was, you know, raising my kids, you know, who are all grown up now, you know, I, I could beat my brain up till two, three in the morning and get up at six 30 for my duties and go, wow, I'm not going to do that again, but I'd still get up and do my day and then do it again. You know, I can't do that. I'm not having kids and whatever. It's just, there's a too big of a sort of physical price to pay that I go, no, this isn't working. And, and, and honestly, I don't actually get anything very good done either, but I had more fun when I was younger, like thinking I was getting something good done. And then, and then the next day going, you know, I didn't really do that good. I really, <laughs> until that sort of manic urge, you know, overtook me again, you know, where I just think oh, I'm doing something great. I, you know, I think also for me personally, the digital age plays into overdoing things a little bit. I know it's a sidetrack from your question, but to, to your question, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I, it's a good, I've asked myself many times, whether I've had so many times in my day where I can only get to that part of my life after so many other things are done and I'm so tired and I say to myself, well, if I just gave this up, the rest of my life might seem a lot easier, you know? Uh, I don't know. I guess a creative person just has a need to create. You know? I think even touching on your, your comment about the digital age, it, it, sometimes I think the, the perception can be, and even though this is a podcast about work ethic, the perception can be that if you're not working 24 seven, you're not doing it right. And I, I think that's, that's wrong. I mean, me personally, I'm not very productive at night. I'm, I wake up in the morning before my kids wake up and that's when I can get my one or two hours of, of, you know, writing or just doing the things that I need to do. But when you are focusing on, call it writing a new album, are you kind of a morning person or a night person? I'm a better, I'm better in the, uh, say, afternoon to early evening, it seems, you know, I'm not good at night, night. You know, I've gotten, I've gotten better to, to train myself to, to hear more accurately as I work later. You know, I used to really fool myself in that department, but me personally, I'm better. I'd be better in morning, uh, but I can't like drums in the morning. Don't that's never going to happen, you know, but I could get on my computer and mix something or come up with some sounds or something. You know, I could do that in the morning, but I tend to sort of later afternoon to early evening guy. What is, what is your personal creative process look like, whether you're, you're writing your own solo stuff or when you were working with a band well, bands are just different because it's a collaboration, you know, you, you're, you know, as a drummer, you know, someone's bringing you a piece of music saying, I have this part, and then you're sort of interpreting drums to it, you know, however that process works for each individual drummer, 
you know, there's a song, you, you know, they have input. It's a whole different matter than like what I do at home, which is really experimental and, you know, looking for something that I think, yeah, that's cool. And I can build on that and, you know, and just are looking for sounds to go with other sounds. It's totally different. In general, you know, there's so much like the digital technology plays into so much of what I do. Like, you know, within a band, I would just be sitting behind my drum kit and, you know, listening to the the parts or the people talking. A lot of times being a drummer is you just, the songwriters and people are talking about their the parts. Or when I was in 11, you know, they were, they were close. They were married, basically. And so, you know, there were some bickering, you know, there you know, things like that. As a drummer, I sort of sat back and watched, you know, and so... That's what, a, you know, Charlie Watts had the greatest quote. He, they asked him, I think when he was with the Stones, it was 30, 35 year anniversary. Or 20, I can't remember when it went in. He said, they said, so how is it? You've been doing this for 30 or how many years? And he said, yeah, you know, five years of drumming and 25 years of waiting. <laughs> Over the course of any career, especially in the arts, there's always some amount of rejection that comes along the way. How have you dealt with rejection in your career and, and push through, you know, to, to just keep on going? Well, you know, it's just, you know, life is, you know, in other words, I didn't start doing it. Everyone wants to be liked. I mean, we're living in a time where that's just crazy, right? You know, everybody's looking to be, get attention, views, likes, and you can't not play the game, but you, you don't want to get too caught up into that because then it's not about what you're actually doing and i think the motivations artistically are better when you know they come from the place that you want to create something and you're moved by that sort of unknown feeling to to go in a certain direction and you know get to the point where you think it's done or good or whatever that is you know without thinking about what this is who's going to like it you know type of thing you know, it's just part of life. I think the rejection part and, you know, things not working out or you not being right for certain things is just, you know, it always hurts, but you just, you know, you pick yourself up. You don't let it stop you from keep developing as, as a, as a creative person, as an artist or in general in life, you, you know, it's just, you gotta, hopefully you can um, give yourself enough balancing time to, to, you know, not have to lose those important parts of yourself. And I mean, similar to that, I've, I've found that persistence and perseverance has been very foundational, I would say, to me in, in what my journey has looked like to this point. And I've seen people, you know, who are maybe our were fellow screenwriters starting to kind of fall away as things don't go quickly enough for them. And the people who continue to persevere and move forward tend to be the ones who the opportunities come to. How important would you say perseverance and persistence are to a successful work ethic kind of specific to the arts? I mean, I think it's, I mean, every, I think every successful, very successful person has said those are super important. You, you do, especially when it's, you know, your career is starting, you know, when you're, you know, pushing through everything. I do think careers have arcs. You have to kind of know when to push and when not, you know, when to hold them, when to fold them. You know, you got to kind of know that arc as you get older and, and time goes on, you know, which doors you're, you know, I'm, I'm not knocking on that door again because I know the answer. I've seen it that 
you know, from my perception, if I continue driving on, even though I am, I've written a bunch of screenplays, but nothing has been made outside of me making it myself, you know, and, and, but I know that it's a higher likelihood that something will click if I just write the next one, even if I'm kind of feeling a bit down about the ones prior. That's kind of an overly wordy way of, of trying to get to where I'm getting to. But Well, you know, you know, my answer to that would be you just got to love what you're doing. You know, that's what it comes down to. So, you know, screenwriters, you know, in other words, what everyone does is a little different. It's, you know, I guess it depends what you're doing it for. Oh, if you just love being a screenwriter, but you're not trying to have be successful with it, say, you know, uh, in the world or and commercially, then I guess you just write, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of writers that just write and say, well, I'm not here to sell that, you know, yeah. but, you know, it depends what your priorities with that, but you do got to love the process. So I guess, you know, on one end, so let's say you do something that doesn't get maybe the attention you would like and, or, you know, the business you would like to do with it. Um, but you still love doing it. You know, that's the same thing. You know, I've drummed. I've had many ups and downs. I've had more successes, being honest. You know, I mean, successes didn't last that long for various reasons, but it doesn't stop me from drumming. I mean, just yet, you know, I get very frustrated when I can't get the time I need in or I'm not playing where I think I should be. And, and as time goes on and because I'm not really out there gigging a lot and being pushed that way. I have to really be disciplined about practicing drums and, and my ethic, work ethic practicing, which is very high. And I try to play at the highest level and it's very repetitive, honestly. Lucky I can actually focus that way and, and, and keep repeating myself. I have that tendency to go, I'll do it again. It's fine. You know, but it's what keeps like any drums are very physical. There's a repetition there to you know, my body. And as I'm getting older and making sure it's in shape the right way and, and what I want to do. So even yesterday, you know, I sat down to play in the first half hour, 45 minutes. I was frustrated because I just a lot of time to get to this point to to practice. And I realized there's been a frustrating week or so, various reasons, whatever. I couldn't get to it and my energy being taken, you know. But when I finally break through, I'm just happy. Like, you know what I mean? When I finally go, I'm just going to push through this. I can do this, you know, and that is them like literally fuels the rest of my life, you know? And so, and I don't do, when I practice like in my little home studio, I'm doing it for no one, you know, it's just something I need to do. So I think that's the purest point that every creative person might have. You, you, in other words, when you, everything you do is for something that has some sort of business benefit or worldly interaction I don't know if those motivations last forever because you're going to get a temporary shot at success, whoever you are. Some people are great at once they get there, they can stay there and they're, they're awesome. And I've played with many f- good friends that are great at that. I wasn't good at that, but, but I never want to stop playing. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, I've had periods of down periods in my life where it was so down. I said, I'm never doing this again, but that, that didn't last very long. Well, at the end of the day, you've got to be doing it for yourself first and foremost. Well, yeah, that's what, I mean, what motivates any, you know, when you, especially when you're, you're growing up and you're, you know, you don't know why, like something, I love this. I just love doing it. And, 
you know, yeah, I would love to do this for the rest of my life and make a living doing this because everyone's got to make a living. Right. So, but the motivation comes from a love and a passion, you know, to, to love doing it and then hopefully getting good at it. Awesome. Uh, Jack, anything that you want to plug or talk about before we wrap this up? Next year, I got, you know, the Dreamers Ball record is like you said, came out. It's just digital. Next year, it's going to come out on vinyl um, with another EP. So I'm doing another double EP beyond vinyl and ORG music. Um, I'm excited about that. We're working on the artwork now. And um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Awesome. Well, Jack, thank you for coming on with me today. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. Please subscribe to the Artist Work Ethic Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please rate and review the show. Follow us on Instagram at The Artist's Work Ethic. And check out theartistsworkethic.com.